0: Episode of Inside the Cave is brought to you by the Firefan Sports App. Predict the gameplay in real time. On game day, play against friends, athletes, and superstars. Firefan Sports App, the app that changes the way you watch sports. Download Firefan Sports App available now at the App Store on Apple devices and Google Play Store or Android devices. Download the Firefan app and use the code CAVE, C-A-V-E, and ignite your passion for sports. Last time on Inside the Cave. Now to CB, who exposed you, and now I know what the CB stands for. It
1: stands for Clarence. Remember Clarence from Eight Mile when Eminem exposed him at the end of the rap? What's the matter, dog? You in Paris? This guy's a gangster. His real name is Clarence.
2: That CB got him killed. You gave Donald Trump kill yourself and start over. You sir. You gave him a you kill yourself and you deserved it. And well, you gave me Kill Yourself to start off. You definitely
3: deserve it. Teach Angela Yee. They have an undercover brother on the show that goes by the name of Jordan. That's obsessed being penetrated in.
4: Ooh.
3: You have a few questions Joe on how to come out the closet. Good pass, Dennis. Uh, when CD saves you from having a mixtape. <coughs> to the Chicago dude who decided to call 911 and ask where the hoes was at. What was that question again you wanted to know?
2: Where the hoes was at? (laughs) He had a beautiful girlfriend, a hot ass mistress, and a lovely wife. And I
3: said, this is the way it's supposed to be. Because you make this kind of money. Can we can we collectively do a segment on all the bullshit segments that you have came up with? <laughs> the game is to be sold, not told. Shut your ass up. Side chicks is like, is kinda like, let me say, fast food. You know you don't need it, you know it ain't good for you, but it's quick and easy.
0: <laughs> time to go inside the cave inside the cave hey what's up this is marcus robinson man on inside the cave this week on inside the
4: cave
2: Welcome back inside the cave, go to the cave spotlight.com. Go to cave spotlight on inside the and check out today's guest, co-host of the Big Herd Show and also Bears former Bears wide receiver. Welcome to Inside the Cave, Marcus Robinson. What's up, brother?
1: Man, you guys got a what's going on.
2: What's yes. happening? Yes. Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on, man. A lot of stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, Let's let's get into some sports real quick. Uh, Sid, get, y'all go ahead, man. I some not want to talk about.
3: I want the hey, man. What's going on, This said, I, I didn't make it to the big hurt thing, but I'm uh, um, here. Yeah, I want to ask. I want to pick your brain on two things. Uh, one, the Christian McCaffrey situation with him deciding not to play in the bowl game, and the situation with OU and Joe Mixon. Uh, I want to start with the McCaffrey. You think he's in the wrong for not for not playing in the bowl game? Yeah, I think he's in the wrong,
1: man. I think nowadays these these young kids are opening up a huge store, These Universities are putting money into him to come and participate and play for that school and they're putting your name on the map, you know, Stanford is putting his name on the map. He's able to play at Stanford, they're a top ranked team and he's showcased for them, but now all of a sudden he becomes an individual and I don't think that's right for any kid to come out and just say, I'm going to be an individual now, I mean, not, not just the university he's letting down, he's letting down guys that are not going to make it to the NFL. And he's like, what, 60% of their whole offense? I mean, some of these guys, I mean, it's a lifetime thing to go to a bowl game. You make it a ring for it. I mean, that's a
3: huge deal. Now you take that whole piece away. And I mean, I think that's just crazy. See, I, I, I think he's doing the right thing, man. It's, you, you with them. You First of all, you got to do that. We all know you got to do three years away from high school. So right. you kind of you kind of stuck going to college. There's no other system like with the NBA and Brandon Jennings where you can go overseas and play ball. You have to go to a young right. person. and they making a lot of money off him just as well as he putting himself in a position to make money with that school. You see what happened to Jalen Smith last year? He was good. he was what right. top five pick. He blew his ACL. The same GMs who crucifying this man, the people talking about mm-hmm. he should be playing. The minute he go and he hurt himself, he go from a top twenty to a bottom twenty, and they not gonna think two, to- two, two seconds about it. Is he can't Run do nothing for me. It's what can he do for me when he's healthy and ready to go but so he trying to preserve himself put himself in the best position you know he not earning for money his dad played he got right. a Stanford education he's not stupid right the man trying to do right. his best for him and i just i i, I do think he's going to open up a pandora's box when it comes to uh future players doing this but i can't fault him man i mean you got what you know nfl stanford not for long he got a very small right. window to make a large sum of money. And if I was in his shoes, or my son was in his shoes, I'd advise the same thing. Don't play. And see, I, 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 get, I get that part of it, but that's just like saying with Fournette.
1: Knowing he should have been, well, if he could have came out last year to draft it, what if he just set up the whole, in a, in the whole season as a junior? Yeah. Don't get hurt. You knew you were going to be drafted, so now you're a sophomore. You play where they say you're a top three pick, so why play your junior year? So you're opening up a thing where now these boys are just making decisions based on, okay, well, I need to protect myself from this. What happens with, like, right now in the NFL, I'm looking at Agent Peterson. He's a superstar. When I played the game, when you were healthy, you played. How are you going to come out to the meeting and just say, well, our season is not meaning anything, so I'm not going to play? But me, if I'm his teammate, man, I'm out here busting my butt. I'm working. I can tear my ACL. The season don't mean anything. I'm not going to the playoffs. I can tear my ATL, I can get a concussion, things can happen to me, I'm just going to sit out because, what, the team is not going this place? Well, so we, I don't get to now, a lot of guys are making decisions based on, hey, listen, man, Shoot, if I don't feel like it, my body ain't ready, I'm just not going
2: to play. Yeah, and uh, if the, in the NBA, I uh, I agree with you, we're talking the NBA, but when they're talking to the NFL, I agree with Sid, and that, and that normally don't happen, You, I think you're playing for the uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I should <laughs> play for the name on the back of your jersey when you're in the NFL because there's no guaranteed, you know, contract. Right. So so if you right. know that, that that you're not going to the playoffs or you're not going to make a big run, I think you should be playing for your last name, not the front name. Right. And I think when you play, if you're
1: healthy, you play. You don't, you can't. Now, because I just look at it So I train kids mm-hmm. for big time sports. And so when I see a lot of kids Make an emotional decision based on their selfish reason. You know, you, you see it constantly. So it's like, you know, and so I'm just basing it on that. When you see that happening, you see now that, like, take back, for instance, we were talking about basketball, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has to flu, he still plays the game. Yeah. yeah. It's just a regular season game. You deal with a lot of guys that were coming up, old school guys that played the game, just kept playing it. Yeah, you love the game. Yeah, you make money. But you, you play for the power of your name. You play, you play the fact that, hey, listen, I'm going to go out here and compete every single day. It, there wasn't yeah. a time where I thought if I, you know, it's like, oh, man, my knee's a little swollen. We got two games left. I'm done with it. I'm not playing No, I'm going to compete every single time I can. So that's why you're going to see a lot of guys now. It's all about money. It's all based on their own individual opinion. And football is definitely a team sport. Yeah, it hurts the bowl games when they do that. Oh yeah, it's gonna hurt a lot of teams in bowl games because people want to see Christian McCaffrey play. They're gonna to want to see the top players play. Trust me, next year it's gonna be some other guys. So they're in the top first round. They're gonna make decisions like I'm not playing in the bowl game. Yeah.
3: So what I mean, it's, it's so tough. It's, that's tough. That's just a hard spot to be in. In his case, I kind of would understand if he just went ahead and played like, again. He's not hurting for money. But then, but, you know, everything could change in a, a drop of a dime. He just. Yeah. You know, he, you never know. Uh, he could one hit, he done. Hey, and Marcus, let me piggyback right. off of that real quick. It's
2: just like I was talking to this yeah. guy the other day. He was telling me about, I don't keep up with college basketball like I should. He was telling me about this kid from, I think, Kentucky that just scored 47 points. See so yeah, you know what I'm talking about?
4: The kid, yeah, what's that, Malik Mo? Yeah.
2: I think? Yeah. I, my advice, yeah. I, I told him, I said, that kid needs to sit down now. Don't play another game. Do the Kyrie Irving thing. Remember Kyrie Irving? He played four or five games. Put yeah, up but he play. got hurt. He was hurt.
3: He okay. couldn't play. Okay, this kid can say he's hurt too. You know, quote unquote. Nah. Make Forty seven don't mean nothing. You I remember uh-huh. Jody Meeks when he was in college, he was putting up thirty <laughs> every week uh, he got to the league. He could right. barely do anything. Corey, I mean, that that don't mean anything. Corey Maggette and, was a
2: number. was a top five draft pick because of one dunk where he slammed, came off the bench, slammed the dunk, slammed, slammed dunk, and topped and touched the top of the backboard. And uh, the guy said, "Uh oh, Maggette, yo." What I'm trying to say is, you got you all got to think about yourself as LLCs and play for the name on the back of your jersey. And I, however you get to the NFL, you got to get there. If that means sitting out of exactly. a bowl game, then hey, that's what I think. And
1: then when you do that, you're still creating something in your locker room. Even now, you're dealing with veterans and these rookies coming in and and not they're not producing and not doing their support work, what they were based on saying they were going to do getting drafted. And you see a lot of guys that fail. You see a lot of first-round picks that are not doing it because now that work ethic comes into play. Mm-hmm. Do you still have that same work ethic? Yeah. You know? That grind, that going through the whole season, that being a part of a team, people depending on you. You know, now it's the big dance, and guess what? You leave? So all this time you've been faking with all your teammates that, yeah, you've been giving us raw off speeches. You're, either, you're part of the team. The team is first. And all of a sudden, as soon as that individual opportunity came, that's what you did. You took it. Uh, you're in the NFL locker room. It's still the same. But you told Even me. You're in the NFL locker room. We're staying locker, locker, we're side by side. Man, you're going to fight with me or what? now i'm realizing that hey if you're a little bit injured and you feel like the game don't mean anything to
2: you then guess what happens you're like man i ain't gonna play it you're telling me as a businessman and an athlete you don't know that though uh, going in that at the end of the yeah. day, this guy's this guy is really all about himself and as you should you know i mean you gotta feed your family i can't i can't feed your i can't feed, i can't feed everybody yeah? like i gotta do what i gotta do take care of my people you know, I mean, it's a business, and I agree with that. I told it, I totally, but if you take it to the
1: point where it's strictly a business, you're going to divide a locker room. That's a team based locker room because everybody is different. So you telling me that we're not going to have where everybody
2: thinks they're their own business, and you're only playing for yourself? Okay, let me let me say because you're trying to protect you and your family. Let me say this, and I I, I don't want to quote. I'll say it. My, my friend told <laughs> me he, he was good friends with Gilbert Arenas, and Gilbert Arenas and mm-hmm. another guy. Uh, they lost the game. It was when he was playing for Orlando or maybe Washington and he lost the game But Gilbert Arenas put up 47 and the other kid put up like 29 or something like that Everybody was down and out, but Gilbert arenas told the kids that look the team did bad, but we did good We straight we did good at the end of the day Everybody's playing for themselves man. You think how do you think these guys get the green light to do what they do? Because they're playing for themselves. I just that's what I believe what so my thing is that's the
1: NBA. I get the NBA part. Like, NBA and, and football is different. Cause oh, it's like if Tom Brady, let's take Tom Brady for example. If Tom Brady decided their season was not up to it and his knee was a little sore and he got three games left and he decided to sit out, what does that do to all the people around him on the whole team? So you're telling me, like, if you're my teammate, you've been my teammate for three years, and we've been riding this wave trying to get a national championship, And here we are going to a bowl game. I'm not going to make
2: it to the NFL. And you just sit out on me? Yeah. Hey, now who's that comparison that you just made? made? Doesn't that sound like Jay Culler you can have after that, Joe? But doesn't that comparison what you just said? Doesn't that sound like Jay Culler? (laughs) Yeah. Jay Culler makes a living.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jay Culler is saying, all I'm saying is being a teammate, is being part of a team. I get him with money. When it's time to deal money, like when guys are talking about sitting out for money, yeah. or contract disputes, I get it. But once you sign up and you walk into that locker room, I need you to play for me, just like I'm going to play for you. I get If you're you a running back, I need to block
2: for you, and I need you to block and pick up a blitz for me. I get you. Jay Cutler might it, not be a good teammate, but he's a great businessman. He, <laughs> he don't
3: make like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mate, man. He was hurt. hurt. He was hurt for real. i going to ask um, like Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey about that when they sit down and have their talks.
1: Oh yeah, they're going to ask them about that, they're going to ask him why they did that, why did they make that decision. They're definitely going to ask him about that, and they are going to challenge him on that. Because that he is, he, they just made a decision based on not the team. And if you're owners, and if you're, you're a businessman, and you know that's what they expect you to be when you come in, and buy into the system of a head coach, buy into the team aspect, and they already see that you made an individual decision like that. They're going to base you on that characterization that, hey,
3: listen, this guy's about himself. Then that's, that's the that's I got a problem with that for two reasons. Number one, anybody who absolutely knows they need a running back early in the first round and pass little Fournette, they need to get fired. You, you should not have a job. We're not going to play the emotional game. Because the minute you draft him and he starts sucking, you're going to cut him. And now you made a business decision. So he want to make a business decision. It shouldn't be held against him. None of those GMs, those coaches, they don't give a crap about them dudes unless they win it. The minute you suck, you gone. Yep. Even if minute I That's feel great. like you cost more than you worth, you gone. The minute I found a new, young, fast, you gone. I don't care how, right. I don't care how much, how many times you ran through a wall for me. I appreciate your services. You've been a great asset. Bill Belichick way. We don't need you no more.
2: The Bill Belichick way.
1: <laughs> you gotta go. And to see, even with that. Like, I'm old school, so even when I look at that, right, playing football, you can get a concussion, career is over, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't think the NFL should have to, like, all this stuff going on about I get it, you know? I played the game, but I made that choice. I made a choice to go out there knowing I'm going to get banged on, knowing I'm going to get hit. In there. I made that choice. And trust me, I'll play 10 years. I will do it all over again. That's because d- I loved it. That's I a good segue. D- that's d- a good segue. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. you being cut is because, guess what? You were not... Look, if you got cut, you got cut. I got cut. I got released. I had to go find another job. That's just the nature of the business. Yeah. But you can't tell me as a rookie, you haven't even been in the business yet. You don't even know how it's running. You're always making decisions. That's why a lot of times you see veterans looking at this rookie situation. Look how much money they're giving these rookies. Because it's potential. Is based on solely potential and I kid it for the CBA, yes, you want to get as much money as you want and I'm with that. If you produce and do what you're supposed to do, get paid, bro. But if you ain't produced, then how are you getting paid? Right. You're based on solely potential.
3: I think slide, right those, man that, those, slide you know, those, those early picks. And the first round was one of the best things NFL did, because that that yeah. giving yeah. the 50, 60 million dollars to a to a, you know a David Carr, uh, I mean a Derek Carr, David Carr type player, uh, David, right. I mean not Derek, that, that that crippled your franchise for years. So sliding it and 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 you know allowing for your salary cap to be more flexible was one of the smartest things they done. So in that aspect, right. I, I totally agree with that portion about you know guys coming and sitting out for you know four or five games you ain't even
1: got the playbook yet, but you crying about your money. <laughs> exactly, exactly my So I mean, I, I get both sides but I'm just, when I look at, I look at how close became my teammates and being part of a team, and if one of my teammates just decided, like, I'm knowing you healthy, you just gonna decide to be like, well, I ain't gonna play these last couple of games, you know, and it's like, really? Well, even if you're helping with McCaffrey and that I'm like, well, next playing, but I'm like, you're just gonna sit out on me? Yeah. Wow, I mean, how do you think all those guys in that locker room, even though it's a business decision, all those guys in that locker room feel? You don't think, think they feel betrayed or was let down?
2: He probably don't but care. He I mean, he thing. probably friends with two out of the fifty. I mean, he he may be, but when he's in college, I don't know. That but, but, but Marcus, decision. but Marcus, let me ask you this seriously though: When you guys yes, go to college, you. when you guys go to college, isn't it everybody's goal? When you go to college, that's the next step to get to where you really want to be at. It's like, it's almost like an internship. So, you, you I mean, you got friends and teammates, but at the same time, you, aren't you all playing for yourself? Like, seriously, you, no, you're competing you're against... The team. I mean, you're a team, but like you, here. you're still competing against that person. You got to get that. Right. Okay, put it like this. Right? All three of you work together, right? Yeah. You run this show. Yeah. And it's cool
1: and all of a sudden somebody's a little bigger than another person you know things are going good yeah. and then all of a sudden one of y'all is just like man you know what i need to think about me i'm gonna go do this other thing and then just drop the whole thing just like that i'm gonna say Fuck them. i'm gone i don't, I don't like to that much and, and i've already <laughs> expected that from most of these guys marcus i'm just saying i, I get the business <laughs> aspect of it but no but see that's the thing too like right now these young athletes even starting high school, think about it, even in high schools now, to sign to a college, they're putting them on ESPN.
2: Yeah.
1: To sign to go to school. Yeah, that's crazy. So now, these kids are going to school and they're not even becoming grown men yet. They're not even becoming respectable men yet. So now, you're giving them this alleyway out, you know, you giving them all this media attention. Then they go to college, you give me... See, the biggest thing is, like, when I retired, it was rough in the beginning, first two years rough what do guys do after five years? Mm. Year six. And I talked about it before. I mean, me still, I mean, I've been out to leave almost 10 years. I mean, what I put on the resume, you can't just sit around and do nothing. Did you invest where everybody does it? And still, you got to live up the money that you invested with. And a lot of these guys end up going back to college, yeah. finishing their degrees, because they need work experience. So yes, at that point in time, it seems like, you're a business and you're young enough, go make that money. But still in the NFL, you can still leave and go to first practice and blow ABL. That's yes, true. So being injured is just the nature of you playing that game. Yes, sometimes it's an unfortunate when like you're a first-round pick and you go to a bowl game, you get injured. But that's the nature of our business we play. I mean, the game we play, that's just the nature of it. you got to think about how many guys truly get hurt in a bowl game prior to going to the NFL. It's a way small percentage. Okay. And we've never heard of a superstar, like McCaffrey. we've never heard of a superstar making a decision. It, it, it wasn't even a thought of us. If you go talk to guys around the league, they were, if they were going to a bowl game, it wasn't even our fault to not play.
2: Huh.
4: Let me ask you about Alza.
1: Go ahead, Joe. What's
3: go yes, I'm going ask you about Alistair, You know, uh i missed the games and stuff because uh whatever it was that he take that he took so, right. you think if he that? yeah if he didn't take the stuff would he got into anyway and, and, and i i kind of don't blame him because sure that he wanted to be out there and play, well, play right. everything but then on the other opposite end of that you know he still got busted for the pd what you think about yeah. that
1: I mean, you know what? The big thing, man, is um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you look at today. Almost everything you take or drink or eat causes cancer. You know what I mean? And so, with these PEDs, a lot of times these guys are not taking something to enhance their performance, like a steroid. Some guys are just taking a substance just to heal quicker so they are not you know as sore throughout the week a lot of guys will do it for dietary reasons they're dietary supplements you can take to help you keep your weight down but it's a PED so a lot of times I don't think they're probably 80% of the things that guys are would call a PED are not to enhance them to play in the football field I don't think that you know but with Alshon's case I mean I can't see him deliberately taking something to try to enhance his on the field play he's not that kind of guy I think it came out that he was trying to, well, I'm not exactly sure, but he was taking it so he wouldn't have whatever injuries it was, because he got bad hamstrings and stuff, right? Yeah. Right, hamstrings, and he was having all these little smog, these we call them um, little tissue, um, tissue pulls and stuff like that, yeah, soft tissue injuries. I mean, I get it. I get the reason why. You know, I mean, you are taking a beating on your body, but I don't think he was just to literally take something. Be like, okay, man, I need to take this like a steroid to enhance my play on the field. I don't think that's the case. Let
3: me ask you about this: uh, the Joe Mixon and the OU situation with him punching the girl. Right.
1: Right.
3: But, like, can Can you? I, I'm trying to figure out how he stayed on this team. Like watching the video and seeing what happened in there. I know earlier I didn't I didn't stop to watch it, but I know earlier Bob Stoops did a, a press conference, kind of trying to explain what happened and realizing they didn't they didn't take the right course as far as punishment go. I mean, what if, if you and Bob Stoops shoes in in this situation happened when it did? What what do you do? You supposed to not bring this guy on your team?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's you how. You're supposed to make that decision, right? Yeah, you're supposed to make because that's definitely a character the issue in itself. But yeah, you're supposed to make that decision right there. I'm sure he saw
3: the video, the whole thing, and yeah, he definitely should have made that decision to not bring that guy on the team. And, and I was uh, one of the one of the pundits on there was saying he 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 feels as though he kept him on the team to be a father figure to him. It's not just about the wins. And when I heard that man, I'm like, this guy, how can he fix his mouth and say some stupid, silly ass bullshit like that? But, it's a hundred percent about the Ws. You know? You, yeah, I, I, I wanna see I wanna see the coach say, You know what? We're gonna keep you on your team, on the team. We're gonna we're gonna honor your scholarship, but you will never put a pair of these cleats on and step foot on my football field. You can stay here all four years, get your education, and we'll help you. But you're not gonna play right. any ball here. Right. Exactly. I wanna help you like that. I'm gonna be a father figure and get you some tough love. You're not playing right, football right, for a, But you hey, can I, stay I, and get an education. Here. His parents would have went up there and said, you know what? You can keep that scholarship. We're going to leave OU, and we're going to go to OSU. they go going to play ball. Right. Yeah, and that's,
1: that's that, I mean, like I that guy was just looking for, you know, he's, I mean, these college coaches now, man, it's not even about graduating kids. You know, it's about winning, period. And so now these college coaches are, back in the day, it was how, oh, my God, let me get a name, We're going to get him a scholarship. He's going to get his education. Now these college coaches are like, listen, I stay on this. Ooh, I stay out here coaching this team if I win. I don't care if you graduate or don't. I don't care if you don't go to class, or whatever. I
2: need you to win games. and That's what they're doing now to these kids. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Hey, uh, Marcus, I know we jumped right into the sports talk. How's everything going on at the Big Herd Show, brother?
1: Yeah, good, brother. Good, good. We went down to Aurora this past Monday. We had a great show down there. Um, people were great. Having fun, man. Enjoying
2: it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Me and Joe and Veli, we enjoyed it. We I get said on there with us and uh, the rest of the guy. Hey, uh, now, if you remember um, during my segment, you guys asked me what I thought was going to be the Super Bowl, and I said it. Was it four or five weeks ago? I said, Patriots and Cowboys. I'm looking pretty good. Yeah, right you looking real good on that one. i know. looking Kansas, real
1: good. I'm a to change You
2: know what? The Patriots got to go through Kansas City, and they got to go through Oakland. So Kansas that's gonna City. be a workout. Are you telling me Belichick can't go through Kansas City? Hey, man,
4: don't count it out.
2: You, you know t- Kansas City' the secondary is real. You're telling me Belichick can't go through Oakland? Oakland oh, guys. Oh gosh, you guys are, don't be a bunch of marks for the <laughs> NFL, all right? Mark, you ever think about that you can get out
1: there and still uh, get about fifty catches in in the season? Hey man, no, I can give you two a game, five yards a minute. That's <laughs> all I got. I can
2: give you two, two catches a game, five yards a minute. Football. After that, that's it, man. That's all you got. Hey, now, Mark, if you remember, I, uh, if you remember, I said because anybody, you're, you're six foot five, right? 6'4". Six 6'4", four. Six four, okay. You remember I said that if, if you, if anybody who's 6'4", six 6'5", six they have no excuse not to be an athlete. Now, I got a lot of heat by that. But you actually understood where I was coming from by that, right? Yes. Yeah. I
1: do, yeah. With how they're giving away scholarships in schools nowadays, man, if you got any size, I mean, to just go out there and compete, mm. yes,
2: definitely, you should play sports. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, 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 you're a brilliant man, Marcus, by agreeing with me. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey Mark, uh hold on, let me introduce you to two other guys on the show uh that you haven't met. Uh this is Big Dog. Now he's from Alabama. He loves the roll tide. This big dog. Yeah, roll that. uh-huh. that's roll tide. Uh huh. baby. Yeah, and, What's up, bro? and and also let me introduce you to the guy we call on the show, International D. He's he's actually in Europe, but he's uh from Chicago. Big Bears fan. Okay. What's up, D? How you doing,
1: Marcus, man? I'm, I'm the only true bears fan on this damn show right here. You a goddamn <laughs> lie. You a damn lie.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on, See, We got to get hey,
1: here. All they do is talk shit about the Bears. They and got I come up five hours behind, no. and I look at M damn game. So do i listen to these
3: fools.
2: Yeah. Watch you your legs, brother.
3: They hate you. They hate on the Bears. No, I've been a Bears, man. They, they a goddamn lie. They take their lumps, though. They be hard to fucking watch, I'll tell you that. Shit, shit. But what they make a beat. They make a yeah, beat, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, they take it out to
1: the
2: wire and disappoint you. What do you think? What do you think about Weinstead? I mean, I played
1: with him for two years. You know, I talked to him maybe twice, but I see him on TV. He talks. I mean, he's doing a good job
2: commentating. Yeah, so I'm just telling them guys. I hear him on the herd, man, and he just (coughs) tells stories, from stories. You got any Winestead stories you want to tell us? You know, what my, the first, what my
1: first year there I remember Dave Ronstadt and Brian Cox um, having a heated conversation yeah. about whose wife was traveling on the plane to Dublin Island. Oh. That was pretty interesting. oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, besides that, I never really kind of talked to him. Yeah. Brian Cox is a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was bossing his <laughs> opinion. Yeah, he was definitely bossing his
2: opinion. Uh, hey, uh, you guys got anything else? I want to, I want to ask. I'm gonna, i to introduce him to our new segment that you guys don't even know about. You got, you guys got anything else for us? Well, you got
3: some. You guys got some shit up your. Like,
2: state, you guys man. are gonna like this. I want everybody to participate. All right, now Marcus, we got. A, I
3: like nothing you do, man. Marcus, we got
2: a new segment that actually starts today, actually, and it's called. You know, if you listen to the news and the stuff, like, uh, Trump is always complaining about fake news. So I got a new segment on this show. It's called Real News or bs
0: is it real news or is it bull on <laughs> inside the cave
2: if you think it's real marcus just say it's real and if you think it's fake just say it's bs all right simple game simple game so I'm we're, we're game show podcast man. all right here we go here we go here we go marcus <laughs> all right here's the first one portland Come on, pass, portland community colleges all right uh, they're, they're saying this is an online test from a Portland Community College. Rufus is pimping for three girls. If the price is $65 for each trick, how many tricks will each girl have to turn so Rufus can pay for his 800 per day crack habit? Now, this is a Portland Community College uh, uh, workforce training exam. Uh, Marcus, is this real news? or is it bullshit or bs that's bs bro that's bs marcus this story is real brother you can go to inside on, the K- and i will have it posted i think i'll put it posted on the dirt sheet 7 this is a real story joe Dirk. you saw it isn't this a real story
3: that is crazy That is. anybody crazy. getting any news uh, up instagram or blogs about something so far talk about 800
2: dollars worth of crack a day, $65 a
3: trick. That
4: pussy wore the hell out. Watch your
2: mouth, sir. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I'll give you another one. Uh according to Yahoo Sports, colleges will now start forcing student athletes to take part in drug testing along with their interest exams. This process is said to be part one of getting student athletes paid is that a true story or is it BS, Marcus? BS. That is correct. That is BS. You're pretty good at this. Guy. <laughs> the
3: NCA ain't
2: paying
1: nobody. No, that's BS. No, ain't paying nobody. You know what they do now, man? does right? I um, I just enrolled my daughter, so I had to fill out an enrollment form. Yeah. So they ask you all these questions: Did your daughter get paid while she was going to this? you know, playing club ball. Mm-hmm. What she doing this so or that? I had to pay seventy-five dollars wow. to fill out a survey about my daughter. Wow! Wow! Seventy-five dollars,
2: man! That's, crazy. That? That's, <laughs> That's crazy. crazy, man! Hey, uh, you know where okay, my What the hell is that going? <laughs> 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 In their pocket? Right? Yeah.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. It's a business. That's Think why. About scholarship
1: athlete. That's a scholarship athlete. That's Think a... about how many have to fill that form out. Everybody has to fill it out. It's crazy.
2: That's crazy. Hey Marcus, I'm going to introduce you to, I was going to continue on, I want to introduce you to the female on our show, Cat. Uh, Cat, this is Marcus Robinson from Chicago Bears.
4: Hello, how are you? Hey Cat, how you
2: doing? Very uh huh? Hey, uh, Big Dog, uh so I'm going to wrap this up in a second, but Marcus, I saw a story about your son, uh, if you want if you don't mind talking about that. Uh, I thought it was a great, st- was a great story about the, you know, what you went through with that.
1: Yeah, man, it was a rough time. When last year, April 29th, he got diagnosed with leukemia.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but he's cured from now, man. He's been great. Um, he's been And He's playing basketball now. He's been a uh, 12-year-old. So it was wow. a rough time, man. That's a rough thing to hear about to tell you that about your kid. Wow,
2: wow. Couldn't imagine, man. Yeah, yeah um, I'm sorry to hear that yeah no uh great that he's doing good though yeah it's great yeah he's doing, yeah, good. He's Did, doing great Did the nfl help help out with that yeah they do yes they do that is awesome now that's good you know you hear all these stories about the nfl but that is good to hear they do stuff like that man yes yeah man. yeah
3: I, you, you never hear about these type of good stories out of the nfl i i, I think goodale got got a no uh, uh mountain high worth the issues but uh, that that's 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 real positive. Something they need to speak on more, some of the other things that they do when helping out former players and their families. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you
1: know the Bears man since I'm am probably say the last like three or four years, they've done a great job reaching out to alumni too. Like I get constant emails inviting you to to do different things, different parties, different games, um autograph signing, things like that. They're getting a lot of the older guys involved with the bears where you don't feel like you're on the outside looking in, but you still kinda of like they invite us to come watch practice, you know. So I think they're starting to do a really good job of that.
2: Nice, nice. Let me ask you this, Willie Gault or Marcus Robinson? Marcus Robinson, had a boy, had a boy,
3: Marcus <laughs> I love Willie Gault or Curtis Conway. Oh who said T-way? That. Mm.
1: T-way was a monster, man. Along
2: the line, you see that. Hey, hold on. Who's the guy that just died? Rashawn Salon, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah oh, I
1: played a year with him, too. Really? Yep. Yeah. Man, that was I sick. played
3: with him and Raymond Harris. Wow, man. Raymond wow. Harris or something? Yeah, he's a
2: tough guy. Yeah, He's a hard line. All right, Marcus, man. We're going to let you go, man. Thanks for coming on Inside the Cave. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you, man. If
1: so you can find me man I'm on the Big Hurt Show I got a gym big time sports in West Dundee man I train kids and adults mostly kids man it's great I'm enjoying it having fun with it big
2: time sports with Marcus nice nice, nice. Tell, tell Charles and everybody we said what's up man hey and uh, we love it yeah, yeah. we love to come back on your show and uh, thanks for being a guest on our show and like I said if you're 6 if you're 6'2 or, or taller you can be an athlete nobody but, cares what you're <laughs> you should jump on it if you can though and, and, and Marcus and just for clarification how much money did you make while you were in college man
4: mm. <laughs>
2: come on Marcus tell the truth man you know I didn't make any money was it five figures no. six figures I'm so going to buy you the SEC the SEC like the they players. <laughs> yeah, yeah now they do
1: <laughs> you can't prove that we <laughs> let you
2: tell it. We all know. They know too. Well, <laughs> Mark, Marcus. Marcus
0: Robinson, thanks for coming on inside the Yeah, team. thanks, Marcus thanks, man. Thanks, Marcus. I gotta go. All right. All right. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at InsideTheCave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave, thought-provoking in guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Thought-provoking ignorance.
3: Is it cool to hit your side piece right? I'm
4: asking for a friend.
0: With special guests. <laughs> and cave crushes. What's up, y'all? It's Maya, and I'm going inside the cave. And cave crushes. Inside the cave, the number one podcast in shy. Welcome back inside
2: the cave, the cave podcast.com. Or go to Inside the Cave blog to check out today's guest unfeatured on the cave spotlight today always good to meet new and interesting people <laughs> welcome to inside the cave i love this name johnny bravo or should i say Jay bravo what's up bro hey i'm pretty good pretty good
4: man um whatever whatever feels good to you whatever you want to
2: call me um so forth welcome. well i gotta i gotta know man uh, how'd you get the name <laughs>
4: Um, honestly, man, I got the name just because of um. It's interesting because I had uh, a lot of friends um early on who were buying studio gear, who were buying equipment and things, and they never knew how to use it, and they would only think it was broke and want to send it back. So I'll go over there, fix it, show them how to use it, and that's how I got the name. Uh, gravel Nice, nice, nice. Now. So
2: you you are in L.A. now, or you um back you're back in Chicago now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, in I'm in Chicago. But you were in L.A. for a while, though, right? Yeah, man, I've uh, definitely done a good a good stint in um, L.A. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like, man? You know, t- I hear about it all the time. You know, people going from you know other cities and then selling in in L.A. and then you know things taking off. Uh, from what I can tell, that uh, looks pretty good, huh?
4: Well, well, well for me well, for me, traveling, um, has always kind of been in my, you know, just life. I mean, I've been fucking traveling my whole life, give those opportunities, you know, to to grow my career of course go to LA. I learned a lot of things in LA, man. LA you know, not not just about, you know, the business or production and mixing, but also learning a lot about yourself too, man. You know, there there's a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, so you have to really learn yourself. Right. You know, with 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 the business, you know. Um, I know sometimes we you know we talk about it, and we we, we make videos about it and songs, but you you have to be careful, man, of just temptation. You know, and that is, you know, if you're supposed to be in the studio working, but there's a party. You know, you want to go to. You know, there there are those you know options—the the, the yin's and the yangs—or you know, you know, getting caught up in the girls, get, getting caught up in the drugs, getting caught up in whatever it may be. So it it, it, it teaches you a lot and it um, shows you a lot,
2: you know. And one thing L. A. is known for is drugs and girls. Who said? That? Uh, now now, I'm noticing that uh, reading this thing, you know Jamisha Trice, huh? Yeah, That's my wife. That's your wife. Mm-hmm. Wow! I met Jamieson when I was doing a, a um, uh, another show uh, through Jay Davis a few years back, and she had a song. Actually, she has a song, man. That uh, that uh, man, I forgot the name of the song, but it was featured on iHeartRadio. And uh, man, it was a great song, man. I, I wanted to get my artist. I thought, it was, man, I, loved, I thought it was produced well and that's, that, So that's your wife. Wow, what a small world.
4: Yeah, so it was actually probably a I opportunity. Was it a, a life support?
2: Life support. That's the one. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Shout out to Jamisha Trice man. How's she doing?
4: Very well, man. She actually me um, about to release a new record. Um, beautiful. Liz actually just shot a video for, um, her, uh, Christmas song, The Chicago Christmas, and so, um, but at the top of the year, she's looking to drop a new record, uh, called Beautiful to Live, which is really good, man, it's a, um, it's a, it's a fresh take on, you know, just, you know, what's going on, um, not just here in the city, but what's going on, globally as far as whether it's police brutality, racism, um, just, you know, just all, all, all of the isms um, yeah. pretty much combined and just wrapped in to a song, but it's still fresh, though, you know, and I, I think that one of you know, our goals is creating music where you can speak to people and it can be fresh, I mean, and that's, you know, that's always my
2: You know that, that what is that like, man? Being in a musical household, because you're you you're a jack of all trades DJ and producer. I, I mean, you do everything. Then you have a wife that that has a beautiful voice and sings. Is it like just constantly music all day? <laughs> you know what I mean? Not to get in your personal business, but I mean, is it like? Uh, no, I
4: don't mind. I don't
2: mind. No, it's uh,
4: <laughs> you know, it varies. It's, it's some days where it's music literally twenty four seven and then there's some days where I'm like, listen, babe, I'm, 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 i I don't care what the song <laughs> is. I don't hear anything. Right. Like, here, what just did. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but it goes, it goes both ways. It's, you know, it's kind of funny you say that because um, a, a friend of ours is over, you know, they were kind of down and we were all hanging out, and they were looking at both of us like, like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, we're over hanging out. You guys are both, you know, on your laptops, cell phones going and I'm like, honestly that's that, that's how we bond. Yes. I mean I mean, it's just that that's just us. So honestly man, if I wasn't probably about not probably, but if I wasn't married to my wife, I d I don't think anybody could deal with me, man. I work twenty four seven, literally, there's always music on, there's always somebody over, there's always a conversation going, there's always a mix being listened to this
2: Good man It's good that y'all can gel like that Now let's get back to you Cause I could talk forever Cause I, I Man I'm telling you that song That Jamisha did I, I remember hearing it And I heard her on iHeart Radio, And I was like Man do I have her contact I got Man that's a dope song Cause I hadn't talked to her mm-hmm. Since we interviewed but I love that song man So she, give your wife a shout mm-hmm. out for me If she even remembers me It was like six years ago Jesus Christ But uh Hey She, n- she was she, she, she was everybody Okay cool 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 Now um uh, I'm amazed that. Uh, tell me more about man, you being out in LA, man, and creating these ringtones and doing all these video games and stuff like that, and what that and and what was that experience like, and more importantly, what's that check like? Because <laughs> man, that sounds like money right there.
4: Well, well, you know, it, it's kind of kind of funny that you you mentioned the ringtone thing because um for a long time, um, I've I lived in the in, in the in the independent space, and when I say independent, people a lot of times, they just automatically mean that, okay, you know, there's, there's no, you, you don't have a major record, label, deal, um, and, or, you know, you're doing it by yourself, but in the indie sector, man, um, you know, there's so much revenue that can be generated And excuse me, and people just don't know how. So, um, really quick, um, shout out to um, Mike Johns from Urban Worldwide. He was the person who really kind of put me into that game, as far as like on the rings, home development, marketing side. And we did a lot of great things through that. distribution outlet so that whatever money is made from life support it comes back directly to us so 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 that was the thing that I really learned from working in the ringtone industry and working in and also you know very early on in the online digital marketing space was how to create your own so once it was time for us to release you know like I said life support and even now on record I know you know we know how people get that money back to us versus that money having to go through two or three other entities and you either see a little piece of it or you never see it but we can see the whole thing so and you know,
2: uh, it says that you graduated from uh, Columbia College, and by the way you're breaking this down to me, you can always tell when you're talking to a college graduate, brother. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're breaking it down like a professor. Now, because uh, my boy Cosine, he graduated from uh, Columbia as well, and he talks just like... Yeah, we fun, yeah, yeah <laughs> man. I hit him on the show earlier. Now, you got licensed music on MTV, MTV2, and ESPN, and
4: EA Sports.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell us about that.
4: Well... Um, a lot of times what I do I just partner Um, we go one one of the many things you learn by being a city like LA is um, how to create great teams of people one one of the things that I really pride myself on um, is just being able to work and collaborate with people and that is um, whether you're on the fellow creative or if you're on the business end of you know, if you're if you're on the business or the executive management, team, and what that is is that while while, while I'm in the studio, um, I have active people who can go into the places and you know position the uh, intellectual properties um, to be licensed. You know, whether you know you know just their various media forms, and of course those things um, generate revenue. Right. So I'm off. So I'm always looking, you know, for fellow creatives and business people to partner with to create opportunities. I mean, that's what I do. Man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm an open book man. I'm, I'm a free spirit, and I like working with people, and I like
2: generating revenue. Are, are you are you interested in uh, merging with a podcast company? Are you interested in doing this? just?
4: <laughs> just am always down, I'm down, I'm always down for anything that makes sense. And
2: that it can run itself. Right, right, right. Okay, man. I like what I'm hearing, man. I like what I'm hearing. So now you've now tell us about some other all the people that you work with. I see you know, of course Miss Misha and uh and I see Waka Flocka on here too, man. What was that like?
4: Well actually <laughs> it's fun because that was a record that I actually um, co produced and mixed with um with Olick, who's uh from Slovenia. So, and um, for those of you know, Spinning Records is probably one of like the number one dance label in the world. I mean, it is. Huge, huge dance label. And so, it's kind of funny because um, um, many of the top, like the biggest people that I've done, um, sometimes you're not in the room with people. So a lot of times what happens is that a lot of my collaborations come because everyone sends me uh, pretty much a record. Right. And it's like, hey, listen, here's an acapella, here is a track, we don't even know how things are gonna go. Can you just please make it hot and send it back? Right. And so it was kinda funny because like one of those things were like Waka, you know, many people know that you you hear and see him in the um E D M space a lot now. And that's pretty much what I was doing. You know, i working on, you know, one of the EDM records and so you know, it's exactly that, man. You know, they say, hey, um, here's the track. Here's what it is. send it to Waka. Waka does his part. He doing it to me. And now I have, I now have vocal parts from all over the place. Man. I have a track. i got vocal parts from Waka. i got vocal parts from Jamisha. And my job is just to make it hot and send it back to him. And that's what I do. Just figure it out.
2: So in, in today's terms, you could be considered the plug. Is that what they call you?
4: Ooh. <laughs> 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 I get <laughs> I, I get that. I get, I get that term a lot, but um, um, I like to take the positive um, out of it, and I do. I try my I try my best to 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 to, to plug people in, man. Yeah. Um, and I and the thing that I've I've realized is um, how to be blessed. You know, yeah. I'm kind of found out, kind of kind of realizing like, how to be blessed. And if you, and by being a plug, if I plug in other people and opportunities, then I'm always going to stay blessed. So as long as I'm helping people maneuver, I'm helping their careers grow, and I'm helping to plug them in situations, I never have to worry about where money's going to come from, how I'm going to eat, or anything. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I, well, for me,
2: <laughs> I'm trying to just get get in tune with everything i'm 36 man father of three man i'm trying to keep in t- keep in touch with the lingo so i'm just listening to what you're saying i said okay he sounds like the plug so, let me see if that works with you so, yeah man yeah. <clears throat> now i'm really impressed by the ea sports thing though man uh what's it like working with that company though because you like uh, um, uh, multiple video yeah. games what, what video games were it
4: um, geez, um, actually what I did was, I know for like companies like them, sometimes what they do is that they buy catalogs. Yeah. And what happens is that wherever they place the catalog then it just kind of, you know, it goes. So honestly, man, sometimes I sell themes like that and I never know what they use it for. For example, like EA Sports, like I know that there was some things that we did. Um. And, uh, and, 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 what's that? let me see it. I think it's like a it license for like a small catalog of things and whatever they you know can use it for then they use it for so, mm. nice
2: you know. nice man so I'm just going no. let's just go down the list right here okay T-Mobile Verizon Wireless MTV, MTV2 ESPN and EA Sports are the companies that you got on your resume <laughs> I mean don't sound like you'll be going broke anytime soon bro <laughs>
4: Well, not, you know. I think it's, little, it's easy to go broke depending on what you
2: buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Not to mention Sony <laughs> and Jive Records. So you were uh, an intern at, at Sony and Jive, huh? That was it. Was that in Chicago? Yeah, Yeah, yeah I had a um, I had a, a, um the internship. I had a job was very
4: very short. Um, yeah. and and, and sh- shout out to Brian Harris who was the national um radio. Uh, come on, director. But uh, yeah, uh, I learned the internship with Kathy Carroll, She's an uh, um epic company director.
2: What's, what, what's you know, her name? What's her name again?
4: Kathy Carroll. Oh. Kathy Carroll. Shout out! Shout out! Kathy Carroll. That name um, sounds
2: um, real familiar. Taught,
4: yes, yes, yes. She, she taught, taught me so much about um the business man just show me how valuable relationships are in the in the game. You know, um, also, man, you know, just working with her showed me how to deal with art and, um, just the whole system, how, how, how to break records, how to promote records, how to distribute records, how to maintain relationships, even how to smooth, how, you know, how to take people to dinner and buy and drink. Yeah. You know.
2: Oh, yeah. Wine and dine man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, get them drunk so they can sign their contract. Who said that? I was.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, man. That's what's up, though, man. You know, it, it, it's like almost like the music business, just like uh, you know, sports and stuff. You know, with your kids, you got to start young. And you've been in the game since nine years old. It says, you know, producing and stuff like that. And, and you DJ too, huh? Yeah, man. I
4: definitely, um, I, I, I DJ. You know, DJ, DJ, uh, Yeah. Um, DJ, DJ gives you the opportunity to play the record that you don't produce. Or or, right, or right, right. you won't you will Right, right,
2: right, right. Man, that's what's up, man. Hey man, give everybody your uh social media where they can find you at and uh all that kind of good stuff and uh Oh man. Yeah,
4: I'm, I'm very easy to find. Um J Bravo Music, that is the letter J the word bravo and the word music again that's the letter j the word bravo and the word music so you can find me there on soundcloud twitter and instagram so at j bravo music i can be found on all three platforms exact same thing
2: nice 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 keep it simple for all the stupid people hey you know what man i've met you before i just can't remember you know john blue I definitely do Yes I do Yeah I'm, I used to manage him We still good I just don't uh, handle his business But uh, I used to manage him I'm pretty sure I met you in the past man I'm quite confident I met you in the past I just can't remember where But I, as I'm talking to you And I'm looking at your name So I'm like I met this guy <laughs> That's cool Yeah man Hey man I want to say thank you For coming on Inside the Cave Man can you give me a shout out First of all I'll just say Yo this is Jay Bravo I'm going Inside the Cave
3: no
4: problem. Yes. Yeah. All right, this, this is Johnny Bravo. We're going inside the
3: cave. Oh my man. Hey,
2: everybody go to the cave spotlight, insidethecaveblog.com Check out this week's guest, J. Bravo Music at J. Bravo, Bravo Music is where you can find. That is probably the best name that I've ever interviewed johnny bravo i mean seriously i like that <laughs> that is the best thing hey man make sure you tell your wife you need to i said what's up man you know and, uh hey love to have her as a guest on as well and uh man keep doing your thing you're always welcome as a guest here on inside the king bro. i appreciate you appreciate you
4: having
0: me. my man Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Download the FireFan app at the App Store on iPhone devices and at the Google Play Store for Android devices. And use the code CAVE, C-A-V-E, to ignite your passion for sports.
3: Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave.
0: You're on the number one one show, Inside the Cave. 3D Films.